This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's JJ After Dark, John Strzenski. We're right here on The Fan, and because we are not doing... Our Full Tilt Football Friday show from 7-11, only doing 7 to 7.30. Let's get our fantasy fix. Fantasypros.com, very all-important playoff matchups for a whole lot of people. Let's welcome in my main man, Jason Katz, Fantasy Pros. Jason, good evening, good morning, whatever you want to call it. How are you? Always happy to be here. Jason, Thursday, any... Interesting nugget that you noticed aside from the New England Patriots and their ineptitude in throwing the football? Uh, there's just two big takeaways. One is that, I mean, that's something we knew already, which is you can't start any New England Patriots in fantasy, literally none of them. And the other, obviously, is uh, on the other side of the, of the ball, Cam Akers. Uh, I, we kind of saw this coming the past couple of weeks, but take over the backfield. But tonight it was really established. Like he played 89% of the snaps. We have 160-something yards, maybe. I don't know the exact stats, but Akers, he played well. He looked good. And he has the potential to be a Todd Gurley-like league winner in these past these final three weeks. Jason, is there one particular team from a fantasy standpoint that you have circled over these next three weeks? Maybe it's matchups. Maybe it's guys hitting their stride at the right time. But if there's one team, you know, I know you do your research. I know you do your homework. I know at times you like to play matchups. But is there one team where you said, wow, they have great fantasy potential in week 14, 15, and 16 for all the marbles here? Well, there's a couple ways you can look at it. Because obviously there are teams that have good schedules that have players that you are always going to start. I mean, if you're looking for like defenses, for example, someone that may not be popularly owned is the Cleveland Browns. They close out against the Giants and, and the Jets. That's something you, you could always uh, you could always benefit from, it's, especially in the playoffs. You should be picking up your defenses for the entire playoffs as early as you can, as early as you can afford to do. If, if you have a bye, you should have your Week 15 defense and Week 16 defense right now. If we're looking for offenses who have favorable schedules, uh, there's, there's not many that have like two, but the Bucks, their final two games, at Atlanta, at Detroit. That could be some serious fantasy potential. Even though Tom Brady has been up and down this year, there'll be a lot of production there. Uh, when it comes to Lamar Jackson, it finally felt like for the first time in a long time, Jason, he looked like Lamar Jackson the last year. Now, the caveat to that, he's playing the Dallas Cowboys. So, you know, you might have to take that a little bit with a grain of salt. Is Lamar one of those guys that you think can break out and break out in a big way over these final three games? I mean, he's got the Browns this week. With Lamar, I'm never really scared of the defense. It's really just what are they going to do with him? And what what really struck me is is not so much last week, the week before with Robert Griffin. They were running those read option plays where Griffin would keep it and he would he would run through the lineman up the middle as opposed to like the one where you roll off tackle or, or bounce it outside. 
and they haven't really done that with Lamar all season. But they did it last week against Dallas on that fourth down play, and he broke free for the long touchdown. If we see more of that, we're going to, we're going to see closer to 2019 Lamar for the rest of the way. All right, Jason. Now it's time, amigo, and these are oh so important. And I'm actually going to give you a bonus category, and I know you probably haven't even prepped for it, but listen, you're a pro. I know you can call an audible when need be. I'll save that surprise for a little bit. But these matchups of the week, Jason, I mean, these are the ones we got to get. Even if you got a few wrong early in the year, it's playoff time. This is money time, baby. This is for all the marbles right here. So let's start first with quarterback. Who is the matchup you're all over here in week 14? Uh, Old man Rivers again. Four straight games. Phillip Rivers has thrown for at least 285 yards. He has three straight multi-touchdown games, and the Raiders are allowing 18.3 fantasy points per game to quarterbacks. I like Rivers this week. You like Rivers. Who do we avoid? This is the perfect guy to have in this spot because of how great he's been recently. Baker Mayfield. He's got three straight games. Oh, sorry. After three straight games without a touchdown pass, he now has six in his last two games. He finally hit that 300-yard marker last week. That was the first time all season. I'm here to tell you to pull back on the reins a bit. Don't chase Baker, especially against the Ravens, who are allowing just 16.6 fantasy points per game to quarterbacks. Now, as we look at the running back spot, running back, it's been a weird, weird year. It's getting weirder and weirder with all these split tandems, all this craziness going on, Jason. But what running back do we love in Week 14? It's hard to find someone because you, you just need a running back who's getting all the volume. Volume, it's right? Just, Isn't that the yeah. most important thing? Sorry to cut you off there, Jason. But more than anything, I feel like finding a back with volume is everything now. Volume is the most important thing in fantasy football. Obviously, talent matters. You want good players. And typically, good players command volume. But the reality is, you can't score points if your player doesn't touch the ball. So you want the guys that are touching the ball. And this week... As he has been for the past uh, month or so, Giovanni Bernard is touching the ball. Uh, he's been a fade the past couple weeks because he's not really that good. But as we've seen, it doesn't really matter against the Cowboys. And Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins ripped off big run after big run. Gio obviously is not those guys. The Cowboys allow the fifth most fantasy points to running backs. And, I mean, I, you got you to just hold your nose and dive in with Gio this week. All right, so you're diving in with Gio. What running back are we avoiding at all costs? Uh, this might be an easy avoid if Josh Jacobs plays, but but if he doesn't, I'm still avoiding Devontae Booker. It's it's always I mean this is kind of the opposite end because he's he's getting the volume. He had he had he had uh, 17 touches last week, but he was targeted just twice. He seeded way too many snaps to Jalen Rashard and Theo Riddick, even though he was getting the ball. And just given Booker's usage and the Colts allowing just 16.5 fantasy points per game to, to running backs, uh, Booker's a touchdown or bust RB2, and he's probably going to bust. All right, Jason, let's go to wide receiver. If there's a wide receiver that has caught your eye for week 14, who's the guy? Mike Williams. Justin wow. Williams. And yeah. I've asked you about Mike Williams on a few occasions, and you've always kind of given me the hand wave. You gave me the old Francesa hand wave with Mike Williams a couple of times. That's because Mike Williams is just he's the, he's the ultimate boomer bust type guy. You're, you're hoping for a deep ball. You're hoping for a touchdown. The thing is, this is the perfect get-right spot for, for not just Mike Williams, but for Justin Herbert, who has struggled the past couple weeks. The matchups do not get much easier than the Falcons' bottom-ranked pass defense. We know Keenan Allen is getting double-digit targets, but I like Mike Williams to catch a long one this week. All right, so you like Mike Williams. Who do we not like? I don't like your boy, Devontae Parker. The problem here, not Devontae Parker. It's Tua Tungabailoa. Parker's fantasy points per game average with Tua, 
9.48. With Fitzpatrick, 15.13. It's that simple. Yeah, listen, I know you were very, very salty last week, Jason. And I was going to take you to task on Twitter after Tua lit it up in the second half. You, you sounded like Bill Coward at halftime calling for a quarterback change. I was very disappointed in you. And I think it was the emotion, quite frankly, of what's at stake here in these fantasy weeks and at what you could have gotten out of Ryan Fitzpatrick. little saltiness out of you there, Jason. Be fair. I mean, it didn't affect me personally, but obviously I want to be right on my calls. And Ryan Fitzpatrick is undoubtedly the better fantasy option for all Dolphins players, including himself. I know they're winning with Tua, so I get why he's still out there. But as a fantasy gamer, you want a quarterback that's going to just chuck it up. And for some reason, they just don't want Tua to throw the ball. Yeah, and I'm very curious to see this game against Kansas City. They're going to have to throw the ball because you're not winning this game 20-14 to against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Okay, Jason, this is my surprise. This is a little audible. I'm actually going to ask you about defenses, which we normally never do. But are there any decent streaming options if you're trying to play it week to week and the decision this week might matter more than any other week? Do you have a defense in mind to go and stream? I mean, this week, I don't think the streaming defenses is is, as much value at this point because the best ones have already been picked up. I mean, you could take a shot on the Titans against the Jaguars, but their defense has been terrible. I I don't hate the Packers this week. I think that Detroit's going to kind of come down off that high from firing Patricia. What what you really want to be doing is you want to be looking ahead. Like uh, like someone should have had the foresight to pick up Seattle a few weeks ago, even though they were awful to start the year because they they saw – the Eagles, Giants, and Jets, weeks 12, 13, and 14. And it's all about that. I mentioned earlier the Browns, how they close out against the Giants and the Jets. That's something you definitely want to target. You can also consider the Bears. They close out at, at the uh, Vikings, which isn't necessarily great, but at the Jaguars. And a real, real deep streamer could be the Texans, even though they're terrible. Week 16, home against the Bengals, starting either Ryan Finley or Brandon, or, yeah, Brandon Allen. That's the type of matchup that, that can potentially win you, uh, win you a league if, if they pop off for a defensive touchdown. No doubt. All right, Jason, let's get to a couple of start-sit questions here on Twitter because the people need you, my brother. They need you. You ready for the first one? Let's go. The all-important flex. You mentioned volume. Miles Gaskin may be a guy getting a whole lot of volume in Miami. Is it Miles Gaskin or Chris Godwin? Who's your play? That is an unbelievable question because it's, it seems impossible to sit one of these guys. Is there, I mean, I feel like there has to be somebody else you can sit. And Godwin's last matchup against the Chiefs, he had eight for 97. I mean, he's an every-down player. He's an elite receiver. He needs to be in your line, but especially in a great matchup against the Vikings. At the same time, Miles Gaskin's touching the ball 20 times a game. He's coming off a 141 total yard effort. I, I, I think you've got to look some, you got to bench somebody else. you got to start both these guys. But if I had to choose between Gaskin and Godwin, I'm going to go with the running back. Quarterback. One guy in the middle of a terrible season. The other guy has been as hot and cold as it gets. Is it Matthew Stafford against the Packers? Derek Carr against the Colts? These two guys are just, they're just impossible to predict. Stafford faces the bottom, one of the bottom of the battle defenses in the Texans. He posts a complete dud. Then he goes into Chicago and absolutely lights it up for 400 yards. And with Derek Carr, you see him put up less than one fantasy point against the worst pass defense in the NFL in the Falcons, and then he goes and lights up the Jets for 381 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, it's, it's so tough, but I think that after last week's performance by Carr, he's going to come back down more so than Stafford will, and Stafford's going to have to throw more to keep up with Rodgers, so I would go Stafford. Jason, this is a good old-fashioned flex, and we got a lot of options here, so bear with me. Jamison Crowder, Juju Smith-Schuster, David Johnson, Kareem Hunt. 
One guy's got to play. And the disclaimer is, I can't believe I'm considering a Jet in the fantasy playoffs. But hey, it's 2020. So who do we got between those four? I know Crowder was so hot to start the year. Cooled off considerably. Got hurt a couple times. And came back and was useless. And then last week, he, he uh, reemerged. But I don't think I'm going to go with Crowder this week. Cream uh, Hunt, I mean, the match against the Ravens is just not good. So it really comes down to Juju, who is the clear third option in, uh, in Pittsburgh, maybe even the fourth option at this point, or DJ. I mean, I, I typically lean running back, just the volume. DJ came back, but he only touched the ball 10 times last week. If he didn't score, it would have been just a complete disaster. He had, he had his lowest snap share of the season, and not counting the game he got hurt. I might, similar to Gio, hold my nose and dive in with Juju because I think that the Steelers are in for a massive back-to-back performance. Jason, final one. I think you're going to enjoy this considering the team you root for. This Twitter follower asks and uses some language that unfortunately we cannot use here on New York Terrestrial Radio. What the blank do I do with Ezekiel Elliott? Jason, the floor is yours. I mean, I had this discussion on here, I think, uh, about a month ago or so. And the reality is uh, I, I liked a little bit more from what I saw from Zeke last week. It, it was definitely a better performance, but this is not the same player that we saw the past three or four seasons. He is, his skills are diminished. He's not, he's not done. It's not over for him, but he's not as good as he once was. And he had four dump-offs last week, but he's just not being used in the passing game. If, if you look at his targeting numbers, going all the way back to that first game Dalton started where he got like eight dump-offs for 31 yards, one catch, one catch, two catches, two catches, one catch. Without that passing game upside, you need touchdowns, which typically Zeke can get, but not anymore. But here's the thing. Against the Bengals, they have a very, very soft defense. Uh, I know they're more of a pass on defense, but again, you pass, set up the run. You get in the red zone, you get scoring opportunities. Zeke, Zeke hasn't, hasn't rushed for a touchdown since week five. He has one receiving touchdown. If he, if he starts, because I know he's got a little calf injury, I think you've got to play him. Jason Katz, our guru. Check him out on FantasyPros.com. And Jason, as we say each and every football Friday, those late, last-minute fantasy questions, you're on the edge of your seat, you're debating, it's 50-50, it's Sunday at 12, and you don't know what to do. Where can they find you on Twitter? Always on Twitter, at JasonKatz13. Send me your fantasy questions. I will do my best to steer you toward uh, advancing to your semifinal matchup. Jason, you are the best, bro. Enjoy your weekend. Let's win this week. Jason and I share a team together. Significant to some. We need a win. All the love. All right, buddy? You too. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. 
There's joy in every journey.